Welcome to We Are Experts, the show where we are experts. My name is Eric McAdams. I'm joined by both Tom Lockney and Liam Sr. We're going to tell you all about something that we know nothing about. Present. It's happening, baby. Wow. The whole class. Ah, <laughs> oh, in time for the ring in the new year. Happy 2020, everybody. Uh-huh. I didn't bring enough gum for everybody in the class. It's gone Shit. It's gone great the whole new year so far. No complaints on any level. Certainly <laughs> yeah, not in terms of... Yeah, it's been amazing! Certainly not in terms of foreign policy. Nothing. Don't date the feel... podcast trying to keep these evergreen. I don't know what you're about. referring to, Liam. Evergreen, evergreen. We're you act like I'm referencing something. Yeah, what are you talking about? This is why I wanted to go with the... We, I didn't bring enough bubblegum for the whole class bit. Everything is going great. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, I I was so ready to just do a classroom bit. I, it was going to be so fun. Mm. <laughs> and and instead, instead, we're just talking and instead about... instead, we're a goddamn... <laughs> What's that flower that only opens up once a year and it smells like a butthole inside of another butthole? The corpse rose or whatever. Is it? Is it the everything is going great vis-a-vis America's relationship with Iran flower? Evergreen, evergreen, evergreen credits, evergreen. Uh, that's really Someone what everybody looks able... for in a podcast is being able to listen to it whenever. Yes. Like a Douglas fir. Nobody gets any enjoyment out of reference to events that have happened while the recording is happening. Not on, not, not when the show takes, not when the show takes six to eight days to come out. Maybe, maybe not, maybe not this specific event. Yeah, not this half hour. I will say Liam has something of a point on that one. What are we experts on this time around, Tom? We're, but we are experts this time on the Wheel of Time. Hell yeah. I have, like, very little tangential knowledge. I actually know, like, kind of how it ends, I think. That probably means you know the most out of all three of us. I know it's a book. Yeah. It's it's a book series. It's many uh, books. It's a book series where the guy died before he could finish it. And yes. I believe his wife finished Oh, because it he was she... crushed by the giant wheel of time. Um, yeah. I believe his wife uh, helped finish it, but it was written by Brandon Sanderson, the last, like, couple books. Uh, and I do, the only other thing I know about it is that in the last book, I think everyone dies. <laughs> hmm. Which is a big piece of information. Well, Where I like do the we idea go of working here. backwards from that. Yeah. Um, I think the series ran for like 12 or 14 books in Two, total. Hey, you know what? I want to take a hot stance. Fucking no more over 10, over 8, over 6 book series. Let's keep it at a nice <laughs> Wait, tight 3 to 4. <laughs> like a tight 3 to 4. A trilogy, maybe a quadrilogy if you've got a Men in Black 4 and yeah, I get it. I believe, it, I believe they're called tetralogies. Mm-hmm. Because of the Tetris, because it's all about Tetris pieces. Yes, the fourth book in the series is always mm-hmm. about Tetris. Uh, short book series from now on, because twelve to fourteen. I'm pretty sure like every book is huge too. No. Oh, yeah. Could you build a small house? Could you like, build a wheel it, of time out of wheels of time? It's something. It's something like a fourteen thousand page 
like series. This uh, also, I think I'm gonna back Eric up here. I believe that this is also true. It's sort of endless book series. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> for a while. Literally, literally, like endless in terms of like the author didn't get to finish it. Uh, I'm just curious why an arbitration process started because Tom said I'm gonna back Eric up. And there's someone else <laughs> who was like, Eric, the Wheel of Time are short pamphlets. I don't know why you're talking such nonsense. He's taught, he's it's, it's, it's like, okay, they're, they're backing me up because we, ha- we're justifying ourselves to an unseen internet commenter. <laughs> oh yeah. Like they're, they have to, they have to take my side because like we have to, we have to get our, our building blocks out there to begin with. They have to be like, I also think this. I have received feedback about this program oh, no. where the person is like, I know the point is that you don't know things, but it's so frustrating that you don't know the things. <laughs> that they, uh, they misunderstand the core tenets of the show and I have nothing to say to them, but what are you doing? See, the problem that this person does not understand, the thing that this person does not understand is that's exactly what I want to happen. There's literally a <laughs> podcast called Stuff You Should Know, where you could go learn about stuff you yeah, should that's know. Yeah, that's not why you came here and you know that, mystery person. Yeah, we're seeped in deep irony poison. Don't fucking come to me because I don't know anything. Mystery person, I'm very, very sorry to have lit you on blast <laughs> Nail him to the fucking wall yeah yeah that's right actually yeah go fuck yourself <laughs> or maybe we nail them to a wheel of time, time. so is it a game so it's not a game show the wheel <laughs> of time da, 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 starring vanna white and tom Selleck. and Several oh i like that elves. a game show host and an actor <laughs> Fuck the book shit. What's this? What's the Wheel of Time game, game show, show hosted by Vanna White and Tom Selleck? I'm glad that we're yes. on the same page about this. Okay. Yeah. So Tom Selleck, he's down on his luck. Magnum PI reboot isn't going through. Blue Bloods is looking like it's about to end. The Three Men and a Baby reboot. Three Men and Three Men and a Grown Adult. This is a which, lot of backstory. Which for is a really game just show. four men. It's not going anywhere. What does he do? He finds a book series, a 12 to 14 long book series, and he says to himself. This is a game show. <laughs> this is too long. Let's right. make it a 30-minute television program. We do have to make it fantasy-themed, though, so we can keep the IP. Okay. Mm, okay. All right. Ooh, what do you win if you win a if you win a couple of minutes on the Wheel of Time? You, you get to go to a, a European castle where a bunch of lords were killed. Or a pair of plastic elf ears. Mmm. <laughs> What's more fantasy... Than a pair of plastic elf ears. I guess Now, nothing. I know what you're thinking. These are just Vulcan ears from Star Trek that I found. And to that I say, who fucking told you? <laughs> How did you find that out? Wait, so, okay, so we're doing specifically Tom Selleck and Vanna White? We, I'm not married to that, but yeah, I, I gonna, do like I the idea. Say, she's got another thing. I mean, Tom Selleck is executive producing because I nailed that opening monologue thing. <laughs> he doesn't have the host to host the show. We think about Vanna White, definitely. She's game show royalty, royalty, fantasy, boom. I got there. <laughs> Done. I just, don't, I just don't think we can get her. <laughs> Why? Is she two... on another show? Yeah, she has something called the Wheel of Fortune. Lee. Ah, damn it. Of course. <laughs> Time what versus is... fortune. The two <laughs> wheels. Once again, I like we're talking that, about actually. Orbs fighting. Yeah, the Wheel of Time was created in response to the Wheel of Fortune. Honestly, what? honestly, 
Honestly, two two noble knights, one named Tom Selleck and the other named Pat Sajak, dueling for the love of the fair maiden Vanna White is pretty fucking funny. It's just a coincidence that these are all the same names as Hollywood people. <laughs> this just happens to be what no, the fuck's no. about. They changed they changed the name from like Galanel and like Galadriel <laughs> to Pat Sajak, Tom Selleck, and, and Tom Vanna White. Selleck. The, that's oh, what they were they were originally something else in the wheel of time but that's adaptation but baby. that's yeah that's what happens moving. it's like adaptation it's like a game of telephone you start yeah. saying things like wheel of time is about a night and what i'm hearing is pat sadrak shows full hog hey that galadel he's a real cool knight he's got a lot of backstory a lot of a lot of violence what if he was a happening hollywood power agent i love it <laughs> sure i love it this has wait hang on a second what this has nothing to do with the game show anymore yes it you, is pat sajak and vanna white are game show people tom selleck who, which, is i'm aware which game show becomes the best game show wins vanna white yes Yes. Okay. I am fully into no. I you know what arbitration process. I am backing Eric up on this one. How do you play the Wheel of Time? Uh, you don't. The Wheel of Time plays you, motherfucker. Yeah, baby. Oh boy, my empire of dirt. <laughs> Always going forward. The Wheel of Time cannot be what? spun in the oh, opposite no. direction. Hold on. I want. I want an applause break for my empire of dirt. Yeah, baby. It's very oh, good. It's all coming crumbling all right. down. However, okay. I will say. I will say the Wheel of Time. Like the prize has to be extra years of your life, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what you're wager. I think you're wagering specific. Like, I don't know, like, Vanna, to prove my love to you, I'll undergo male pattern baldness uh, 20 years earlier, and that's 20 points ahead of the game on the Wheel of Time. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that counterpoint. You wager your years, Jeopardy style, to answer questions about the book series Wheel of Time, which we know okay. you did not read. Well, well, I also like Tom's <laughs> idea where, like, they, they said pattern baldness, right? I did so, like, like, you get male pattern so what baldness if, what 20 if you years could, earlier, what if you very could... good. What if you could age specific parts of your body? Like, specific parts of your life is what you wager going through time. That's the mm. wheel. Yes, yes. Okay, so, so like, I'm going to wager 25 years off my right hand, and I yeah. lose. And then all of a sudden, like, I, it's getting a little crinkly. I don't know if that's the right term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, typically, I always think, you know, I, oh... Well, I love when you're watching the nighttime news and there's an ad for like a pill and an old lady is like, oh, my hand with all the arthritis is so crinkly. Okay, it's that. like some tissue paper that she rustles it at the... I love that you knew I was talking about arthritis and the old yes. word I could choose to make was um, crinkle. Oh, but what's that? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby round. Now <laughs> you can... Uh-oh. You can either de-age part of yourself or try to get a tactical advantage on your opponent and turn a part of them baby mode. (laughs) I love baby round. Baby round is the best part of the show. (laughs) Try try hitting the buzzer now with your weak little baby arm and huge fucking adult hand, Tom Selleck, you old motherfucker. It's like you're made out of lollipops. You look like Rayman now. I babied all your limbs. Have oh. you have you wagered so much of your life that you are now a husk of a man, virtually a grasshopper? Well, well, worry not. You can also wager the life of your firstborn. <laughs> it's called the Rumpelstiltskin bet. Yep. 
You phone a friend and they're constantly on edge because they're going to get that call. And they know that when they get that call, that means that they are going to sacrifice years from the wheel of time. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Uh, I think that maybe the advantage there is just don't be friends with any of the major players that we've established. But <laughs> I think mm. the advantage, don't play this game. Yeah, this offense, is... This... <laughs> offense Tom Selleck so he does not call on you. This is a real... Phone a friend. We, oh, wait, we but discovered... that would... This does... We could have like a Ken Jennings situation where like one one man goes <laughs> where on all it our genitals just... disappear. <laughs> <laughs> one like man a... goes on it and just becomes an immortal. Like he's just yeah. He just he just gets an endless life because he keeps taking the lives of hapless game show contestants. Woof. That's true. God damn, Ken Jennings hasn't aged a fucking day, and it is a little unsettling. <laughs> I didn't I, actually mean to spin this on the real-life Ken Jennings. But... I'm gonna spin it on the real-life Ken <laughs> Jennings, who is still, like, 33 or however old he was a decade ago when he had his reign. And right. allegedly, because his name is Ken, looks like a Ken doll down there. Allegedly. Alright. Allegedly. That way uh-huh. we don't get in trouble. The one thing that we have not solved... Everyone has to die. <laughs> oh. Because oh, yeah, we've that's... established that as a truth. Yeah. Before oh, we right. talked about the game show. Everyone has to die in the end. Everybody's favorite game show, The Wheel of Time. Where Hosted the only by Undead Lich the, King, Tom Selleck. slow cycle of life and death and rebirth. <laughs> oh, boy. Tom Selleck, his bones creaking as they reanimate themselves to once again record the Wheel of Time for millions of viewers. Which is Eventually, crazy, because yeah. he is still alive now. Which is the real yeah, monkey he's wrench. undead. <gasps> or, or, do we bust out the old Time Walker theory? I don't think so. I think he's undead. I think I, I thought I established that pretty well. Yeah, and that ties in really nicely with the fantasy Listen, themes of the novel. What um, do I gotta oh, say to get you, you in you. a time walker? Uh, yeah, this baby you... can fit so much fucking time in it. <laughs> Sorry, um, go ahead, Tom. Undead Tom Selleck. Undead Tom Selleck. Is the mustache Uh-oh. still alive? Uh oh, the book has sort of the book has sort of spilled into real life where enough game show contestants have gone through. It was a psyop the whole time. They're they're just killing contestants so they can raise an army of the undead by which they can um they can they can use them as they can use them as extras to play the undead army in the movie version. Exactly. Thank God. That's right, baby. Wheel of Time. We're getting it on MTV this summer. Be there. Finally, the first fantasy epic that needs no CGI because all of the monsters are played by real people <laughs> that we stole the life from. And that's right. We're getting the movie version on MTV for some reason. Yep. It's the Wheel of Time with your host Tom Selleck on MTV. <laughs> Yeah. Th- that is a reference to the Shannara Chronicles, which MTV. I don't think it actually ever came out, or if it did. No, it it, it did indeed. Co- it did indeed come out on got music like, television. Yeah, like seasons, that was so weird, it right? Was, it was very weird. Well, that was back when every channel was scrambling to get a Game of Thrones. Yeah, it yeah. was like it was two seasons, wasn't it? Like I it believe so. It, it made it. It made it to second. Someone was like, "Well, hold on, let's see what we got. Maybe MTV stands for Mana Television." <laughs> Magic television. Okay, oh, the so, magic okay. of television. So we've got we've got Lich King Tom Selleck. 
We've got a game show structure. We've got a conflict between Pat Sajak and Tom Selleck. What happens when the original writer died and the new writer took over? Oh, wow. What changes? Tom Selleck got recast, and it's Giovanni Ribisi. (laughs) (laughs) Fresh off his role in Avatar. (laughs) His role as guy who plays virtual golf in that one scene, I think is the credit. That's the full credit. is. It's unobtainable. Yeah, that's wow. Um, yeah, so that's just it's just a recast. Nothing else changes. <laughs> yep. And that's what everyone's like. You know what? Maybe this isn't as good as Wheel of Fortune after all. We're gonna cancel this. <laughs> and a good thing too, because there were so many skeletons. And so. as happens with every TV show, when it gets canceled, everyone is murdered by the network. Yes. <laughs> Everyone dies. That's the wheel of time. Thanks. The for rabid, the uh, rabid fan base is like, bring them back, and the network is like, no, you, you, you don't, don't understand. understand. Their bones are bleach white right now. Like they're <laughs> not coming back. Their bodies are the dirt, which we oh. grow the new orchards. Mm-hmm. We fed him to Pat Sajak. We can't go back now. I did. I did eat a little bit. I did eat a little bit of Tom Selleck. Nobody, nobody else was having him, and we weren't gonna do anything. And he looked so scrumptious. He was very leathery. Tom Selleck would definitely taste leathery. Oh yeah. Can we yeah, agree I, on yeah. that? I mean, yeah, a good, he's a uh, lich king. His skin good... basically is leather. Oh, lich king good. or no lich king? Like, I think Tom Selleck is gonna have the hearty texture of a leather. All right. Object. Well, I think I think we got it. I think this is what this book series is going to turn out to be. I'm sure we're <laughs> I very agree. close. Yeah. I think I think it's time to go to the research section. Hey, listeners, do you ever watch a movie for your favorite actor, but then you discover that it wasn't worth your time? Well, my time is worth nothing. I'm Lenny Burnham. I'm the host of The Filmographers, the podcast where I'll watch an actor's full filmography and tell you what stuff is worth watching and what stuff you shouldn't bother with. There's lots of episodes already available, a lot more coming soon. They're wherever you get your podcasts, so check out The Filmographers right here on Major Cast Network. All right, so we've done some research. We we looked up the Wheel of Time. I should I go first since I went more broad strokes inter, uh, overview. Sure. Uh, Wheel of Time is a, a high fantasy series. The guy who wrote it named uh, John, James Oliver Rigney Jr., which is a fucking great name, but he went under the pen name Robert Jordan, which I is the most sh- boring name in the world. I think he should have stuck with his name. Yeah. His name's fucking good. Um, and okay, apparently, um. So the the conception of the series was he had written a bunch of like Conan the Barbarian stuff and it was good and a like literary agent thought it was promising but because he the guy was like well this author has the tendency to run long so we're going to do a six book contract and leave it at that and he liked the first book so much that he sent out a shitload of free copies everywhere which did really well um uh it ended up expanding which many people criticized the guy for because he he sort of zeroed in on very minor characters that were in previous scenes and so it would sort of be maybe i'm misinterpreting but maybe it would either be expansions of just those characters or retellings of those scenes from those characters perspectives and Mm -hmm. also other stories featuring those characters um it spiraled outward and then in 2005 oh first book 
came out in 1984. Then he was uh, diagnosed with terminal heart disease in 2005. Uh, he passed in 2007, which means that he had time to prepare, uh, like, the overarching narrative. His widow selected a, another author to finish the series um, because he, she liked his novels and also the eulogy that he had written for her uh, husband and then it was i've also i have read uh books by the other guy the guy who finished it brand sander brand brandon yes. sanderson brandon sanderson yeah canon oh, fan we... brander sanderson he is oh. he's an extremely prolific fantasy author he writes like a, a giant book per year or two giant books a year and apparently um uh jordan wanted a like spin-off spin-off series and also a sequel trilogy but they wrote that off because there were no notes for that there were two sentences that he'd left before his mm -hmm. passing and so the author who took it over was like well i'm not doing that yeah well listen that would just be a whole friggin series that i'd have to write yeah but it's apparently to to some people's mind it is considered one of the like biggest and greatest fantasy series uh, amongst like lord of the rings game mm -hmm. of thrones that's of why that. that is why i put it on this on the on the topics i'm sure it's legitimately very good uh, let's not go that far <laughs> yeah don't it's a 14 long book series i'm not saying it's bad but let's not it's, it let's can't not, all be good let's yeah. not be like i'm sure that it's this yeah <laughs> uh so liam you you looked up the the early books yeah but i i abandoned that because i found something better so i would okay. go go uh go with your thing next all right so i i just looked at the uh books that were written by brandon sanders and i looked at the plot synopses uh for those and i found that uh the protagonist of the last three books is named randall thor uh which I can't get over me personally. Well, hold on, hold on. His name isn't Randall Thor. Yeah. His name is Rand, Rand Al Thor. Which I honestly I think mine's better. <laughs> um, but the reason wait, wait, that... so wait, wait so the it all builds up in the last three books to a climactic battle between the forces of light and shadow, mm -hmm. uh, where Randall. Uh, fights against the dark one yeah uh, randall who is also known as the dragon reborn he's the reincarnation uh, yeah 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 at one point uh randall has a soul saving epiphany uh at the, i think at the end of the first book of the last three uh, and then in the second book he starts writing the wrongs of the bad guys seemingly purely through his own positive demeanor which sounds bad that can't be true, though, right? Like that's that, what it says. A fucking fantasy series. It's, he has to have like a sword that he fights people with, or something, or some layer of political subterfuge. Listen, uh, Randall Thor's uh, storyline in the book, The Towers of Midnight, uh, says, fresh from his soul-saving epiphany on the slopes of Dragon Mount, Randall <laughs> Thor proceeds to to the world to fight the Dark One's touch. His positive demeanor, righting the wrongs the shadow had been allowed to perpetrate. I took some time for myself. I examined my soul, and now I feel, you know, just kill him with kindness, baby. Yeah. I have grown slightly as a person, and now the world is a better place. 
Interesting. That's that's wild if that's the case. I but, don't think I don't. This is the second of the final trilogy, so yeah. it's not like that's like the thing that drives out the bad guy. He yeah. doesn't walk around like shaking everybody's hands and then everybody's yeah, that's like, not, "Oh, this guy's all right." But there is a part that that happens. Okay, that is a very funny pull quote. Thank you. So uh, in there's go ahead, go ahead. In 2017. Sony Pictures Television announced mm-hmm. that it was going to make a TV version of The yeah. Wheel of Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon is going to be the production company of this, for the series, which means that they will have two concurring fantasy series at the same time, because they're also doing Lord of the Rings in 2021. Yep. Um, Rosamund Pike will be starring as Moraine. I think the show's going to be about her at first, because in the early books, she finds five young people. She believes one of them is the dragon. It's it's our good friend Randall. Mm-hmm. Randall is chosen. Hey, uh, they've chosen a young Dutch actor named Joshua Stradowski to play Randall Thor. Don't know him. Sure. He, Why not? Well, here's what he looks like for you two. Yikes. Yeah, he, he, you know he kind of looks like uh, younger Hayden Christensen. He really does little, look like a Hayden little bit. Yeah, I see that. But this is not the first time that they've tried to make a TV version of Wheel of Time. In 2015, Red Eagle Entertainment, who's working on the series now, paid airtime to cable network FFX to air Winter Dragon, a 22-minute pilot starring Billy Zane as... (laughs) Hell yeah. uh, The company then sued Jordan's widow, Harriet McDougal, for her comments about the pilot. Wow. Whoa, what the fuck? Dog? Which they that, that's, that's why I got distracted because I was that sucks. The lawsuit was resolved in 2016. I mean, what did she say? She I didn't, can't like, she believe didn't... that. She, I wait, assume wait. she said something bad about like she didn't like it or something. I mean, yeah, it's a 22. First of all, you can't do a fantasy pilot as a half hour. Like you can't do a fantasy I, show as a half hour. Have, that's I so don't... expensive for nothing. I feel like I've never heard of someone doing an adaptation. And then suing the holders of the intellectual property if because of negative comments. I've never heard of that. Do you want to hear if the comment? Anything. Yeah. Would you like yeah. to hear the full yeah. comment? Yeah. <clears throat> From McDougal. This is good. It's not like to she be thinks, fair, she's not like saying hate speech or something. No, she, I, she, I will say though, she throws some shade. Well, uh, yeah. This morning brought startling news. A, in quotes, pilot for a Wheel of Time series, the pilot being called Winter Dragon had appeared at 1.30 in the morning East Coast time on FXX, sorry, FXX TV, a channel somewhere in the 700s, founded to concentrate on comedy, according to Washington Post. Uh-huh. <laughs> Burn, I like, I like FXX. It was made without my knowledge or cooperation. I never saw the script. No one associated with the Bandersnatch group, which I assume is, uh, like... Production company she has worked with or something. It, or, well, in the or successor owns. in the interest to James O'Rigney, which is mm. her her um, late husband, was aware of this. Banner Snatch has an, exist- has an existing contract with Universal Pictures. In 2004, uh, uh, Rigney sold all of the rights stuff oh. to like a bunch of... You, I think there's even a comic version of it. Um, I see no mention of Universal in the pilot, nor, I repeat, was Bandersnatch or Robin, Robert Jordan's estate informed of this in any way. I am dumbfounded by this occurrence, and I'm taking steps to prevent its reoccurrence. So, uh... I just, I can't imagine being, like, 
we're going to prove that we deserve to adapt this material by suing this guy's wife. So here's a couple, so here's some, some stuff that I've learned about, like, you know, I study television. This is like kind of my, my expertise. Uh, when you air a pilot, you want to air it at a time when people are going to be watching television. You yeah, know, you not one thirty in the morning. At, yeah, well, not one thirty on a Sunday morning, <laughs> which is Get basically which is basically the death slot, which is worse than like Friday night primetime is what in the morning on a about? weekend. No, that's, that's the laughing hour. Sunday is church day. We gotta get up early. We gotta get in our nice clothes. Let's catch some fucking oh, no, no, no. time chronicles. I don't, Let's see some so, elf so, jokes. So I can't, I can't, I, <laughs> I believe that it aired not on like early Sunday morning. I believe it aired early Monday morning. So like oh. that Sunday night so after your Sunday night primetime, which ends at like 11, because that's when the news kicks in, and then people go to bed, an hour and a half later, they were like, all right, y'all want some Billy Zane? <laughs> wow. Hey, are you so anxious about your upcoming work week that you just can't fucking sleep? Well, if we got the show for you. <laughs> also, there's no way that you could get a lawsuit for that statement she gave because all she said was they made something without the right yeah, to it yeah completely within like, her rights she, it doesn't even sound like she criticized it really barely, she, no yeah. she barely criticized sort of it accurately described what they did if anything I mean, she threw shade at fxx yeah which fair why are they airing a half hour non-comedy fantasy show weird all right, so that's that's that. I think the sh- I think the friggin' series ends with like a huge war on four different fronts, and then Randall Thor dies in the climactic struggle, but he switches his mind with somebody else, so really he's alive. Look at that. The end. <laughs> Drunk boy, that's some fucking like Charles Xavier shit. Jesus it's, Christ. Yeah, it's that kind of like how oh, dare I you say his name? Put my mind in a wolf kind of shit. How oh. dare you say his name on this podcast? <laughs> Charles Xavier, my arch nemesis. <laughs> Your worst. Yeah, that's right, everybody. He Liam beat C. me out. Been Charles Magneto the whole time. Wait, that's not <laughs> nope, his nope, name. Nope, 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 no, no. It is, it is, it is. It is now. I am his worst enemy, Charles Magneto. I sell magnets at a local five and dime, and every day Charles Xavier comes in and makes me forget my aunt's name. The if climactic you- struggle. Charles Xavier versus Charles Magneto. <laughs> if you think about it, it probably should be pronounced Magneto. I mean, yeah. It, it sounds way better than Magneto. Magneto Listen, burrito. As long as you're firing off hot takes. Let's do Magneto. it. Magneto. You know, they're not magnets. <laughs> Fuck. Magnesis? Isn't that is magnets? But Eric, magnets. <laughs> All right, Liam. It's like a word, but different. I think we're losing Liam. It's magnets. <laughs> I have I have a topic pick. Go for it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. Maybe it is. Is how it appears in the Google Doc. We'll be I talking think that about. I might have been a Liam. Topic. We'll be talking about makeup company Maybelline. Uh, all right, Liam, I'd like you to say we are experts like you are the undead Lich King, Tom Selleck. Ooh. All right. The undead Lich King's, t- Lich King, Tom Selleck's still alive mustache. 
Oh, okay. Well, the mustache will have a very different voice and personality from the actual you can, Lich King. You can king, do so. both if you want. All right, so this is how the Lich King would say it. He would say something like, Well, I guess we're experts now. And then he would do some like, and then your soul would come out of your mouth. But the mustache would be like, Well, dang, I guess we're experts now. Uh-huh. And then he'd <laughs> spit into a spittoon. And then he would suck your life out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.